there's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah, yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Hey, hey, here we go. Welcome in. This is Follow the Money on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Mitch Moss along with Polly Howard. Live in downtown Las Vegas from the Circa Resort and Casino on tap over the next three hours today. We have Josh Applebaum, VSIN betting uh, analyst and host coming up in 30 minutes. A market update and a couple of bets that he likes this week. Nigel Seeley on fire with the soccer bets. The Premier League stuff has been just lights out. He'll join us one day early this week. Uh, also on the show today, Howard Eskin, a vibe from Philly. I mean, what a time to be in that city. Uh, Frank B, professional sports better. He is the guy helping out, one of the men helping out with uh, Mattress Mac, getting down all this money for the Astros to win the World Series. And uh, the VP of Circa, Mike Palman studio, a little bit later on today as well. You know, Paulie, we do, uh, the Thursday night games always, to me anyway, they seem a little bit rushed in the NFL. I mean, you can't even get your head straight until like Tuesday afternoon, the way it seems during the football season. And then, hey, guys, by the way, coming up in a you know, 36 hours, we got a big one coming up, and it's uh, Tampa Bay at home to Baltimore. The current point spread is Baltimore, one and a half, pretty much across the board, although there is there's a pick out there. It's one, one book. Uh, it is the Westgate. They are in a handful of states. What does that tell you? There's one book. That's it. Taking maybe a stand on this game, saying that uh, maybe, maybe the Buccaneers are the right side, and there's plenty of news in this game as well, and uh, something that you definitely need to pay attention to today and what happens because for the second consecutive day yesterday at Ravens practice, Bateman, their wide receiver, not seen. Andrews also not seen at practice, who didn't do anything last week. The star tight end for Baltimore, and Bateman was an added to the injury report with a foot injury. Yeah, well, you know, as we talked about as well, that uh, how was Tampa Bay favored as they were the favorite before that debacle against Carolina? Can they get right offensively and do anything? Intriguing matchup four and three against three and four. But if, if Baltimore is able to win this game, I would say watch out. Because, remember, their losses are blowing double-digit second-half leads. Yeah. And 
doable. They're on prime time the next uh, couple of games. They go to New Orleans on Monday night, then they hit the bye. They're a dollar sixty to win the division. After the bye, Carolina, Jacksonville, Denver, Pittsburgh, Cleveland, Atlanta, Pittsburgh. Certainly doable. Remember, oh, yeah. they beat Cincinnati at home on that Sunday night thriller too. So have the tiebreaker. So uh, I, I think a dollar sixty worth of play on the Ravens to win the division. And I, and I think they can Hope, hoping they win tomorrow night. Yeah, well, I, even if they don't win, I think I know I'm with you on Cincinnati. They're playing well. Yeah, but I have to also look at the schedule game. And guys, good job, guys. I mean, take a peek at this schedule. Imagine if they get that game because I think they're going to go to New Orleans and do whatever they want offensively. That is a very easy schedule coming out of the bye. Yeah, the the Broncos defense will be tough, but they can't score a lick. Nope. Um, at the Steelers, at the Browns, back to back. Watson will be back for that game. Uh-huh. But then the way they close, T.J. Watt will be back for the Week 17 game against uh, Pittsburgh. And then at Cincinnati will be, of, of course, very difficult. But yeah, a lot of those games sandwiched in between, they catch you know, a pretty significant break. And they have played, the Buccaneers were supposed to be you know, a definite contender this year. So early part of the season, Buccaneers, Bengals, Bills, at Patriots. Catching them all at the right time. Yeah. Patriots had issues. Bengals weren't... Uh... In the groove they're in now, you're catching That's Tampa. Right. The, you got the Jets with Flacco to start. That's another one. Right. They didn't to, have to they begin the season. They didn't have Hall going yet. Yes. Yeah, and the, yeah, the Jets are not in the middle yep. of this. Uh, you know, winning every game miraculously. Yep. Um, mode that they're in right now. Also uh, on the Buccaneers side, Julio Jones and Mike Evans were upgraded to limited yesterday, and there's this angle. Uh, Jason Pierre-Paul, who played a couple of years in the Buccaneers uh, with the Buccaneers, won a Super Bowl against Kansas City, he takes on his former team. He's now on the Ravens. He said yesterday, quote, there's no bad blood, but I want to show them what they don't have. So maybe a little little bit of a revenge game here. Like playing there, the the defensive line with him was damn good. And so he's like, okay, not on the team anymore, so I got something in store tomorrow night. The other thing, too, guilty as charged. Arians, good coach. Come on now. I mean, people ripping Belichick. Too much of this now. What's going on ripping Belichick? But the Patriots made the playoffs last year. But you just say, okay, it's Tom Brady. He'll run the offense. Doesn't matter. Between Bowles and Leftwich here, this is ugly and unacceptable. Cannot happen. I would agree. So what Arians means, and you see the success they've had and the success he had in Indy, okay? I mean, Arians certainly knows offense, and they have been awful, even with all these weapons and toys that they brought. And I know injuries and distractions, personal life, all that. I don't care. I'm at the point. You can't. You have too much talent, too many weapons to play to play like this, and only score three points against Carolina. That's a joke. 100% concur. I want to play this for you and the entire audience. If you missed this earlier in the week, I know that uh, he was getting mocked on social media. I would say rightfully so. Um, a reporter went back and forth with Leftwich, and he was bringing up all the stats. Right, the EPA expected points added are really low in various categories for the Buccaneers, and uh, Leftwich kind of laughed it off. As far as the first down runs, though, you look at it, uh, EPA, you're 32nd in the league. What else when you pass on? 32nd in the league and what? And expected points added, EPA. Um, and if you look at, in, in passing, you guys are sick. Uh, you know, stats, they're stats. They, don't, they, don't, they tell the story. They don't lie. So um, just wondering what the, why the, I don't want to say stubbornness, but why continue to run the ball on first down when it's been ineffective. Uh, we do what we feel as though the best thing for us to move the ball and to score points on every down. No, good for the reporter. The numbers tell the story. They don't lie. Yeah. And he's laughing it off. You know what that told, told me? He's, he has no idea what EPA is. No, exactly right. That's, yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, he asked what it, yeah, he laughs about it. What is it? What do you, what, what's that? I mean, that, that's ridiculous. Oh, my God. That's, that's fireable it, to it me. It goes, wow. Yeah. yeah okay. well, plus, yeah. what has he done now? Yeah. What's he doing here, well, man? It goes earn, your, back, earn your paycheck. Okay, it goes back to McVay, too. You suck on first down. Big time. You can't run the ball. Why are you trying to run the ball? You're putting yourself in second and long every possession. Yeah, if you if you don't follow along with like advanced numbers that have been around now yeah. for a little bit and you have no clue and you're blindsided by it and that your answer is to laugh because you don't know what the guy's talking about, that's pretty egregious in my opinion. <laughs> okay, I'm, yes. So updated numbers ball. now. Yeah, yeah. First downs, running plays, they are 31st now updated. Success rate yep. 21st, and I'm passing. They're much better than that. It's just I, I couldn't believe that reaction from him. Yeah. You need to recognize where you're bad at, you know, really bad, and work at it and maybe change your philosophy. Right. Agreed. And he digs down, anchors in. Now we're going to do what's best uh-huh. for the team, what we think is going to give us the best chance. Well, clearly your current philosophy is not working, pal. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you're right. The combination here of Leftwich and Bowles, Arians did win Coach of the Year twice. So, 
I mean, say what you want about how red-faced he gets. And, uh, you know, a little bit of a lunatic, screaming at players, whatever, sure, sure. when they come out the sidelines. But the, the, the track record is there. Yep, Bol- what's Bull's track record? Uh, terrible. I know. Absolutely. Absolutely. Good matchup, though, for many of these reasons. And you are cooking with uh, Baltimore here, I think, if they, if they get the win on the road. Yeah. With that schedule coming up. But a fun game. So there's that. Um, do you know what's going on in Denver here? I mean, what is this now with the report? Mike Florio had this pro mm-hmm. football talk. That if they lose the game this week in Jacksonville, uh, to Jacksonville in London, they're going to just, Bradley Chubb, you can have him? Well, it's not just him. They could be cleaning the house. Oh, they, they would be, it'd be a what, fire what, sale. What then. does this have to do with it? You're not going anywhere anyways. Yeah. Why does the Jacksonville game I, have to determine what you're going to do with the deadline? Like you're going someplace with this putrid offense anyways and, and Hackett who's in over his head. 14 points per game. Come on. It's abomination. Defense playing their asses off. I, I can't believe the report. That this would be this is the make or break game for him. Uh, yeah, this what one here. Gonna do. Of all games. Yeah, I know. So, yeah. but again, it's going to be a wild deadline. I, to me, expect a lot of deals with what's going to happen here coming up in the next week. I don't think it's in their best interest to really have a fire sale though and tank. Uh, their first round pick is going to Seattle. Yeah. So, I mean, Bradley Chubb is one. I mean, he's certain is awesome, but he's one of the better defensive players in the entire league. And just like you're, that's a great point, Paulie. This game is what it's going to come down to. Make or break. Well, we win, we're going to be good. We lose to Jacksonville. Uh-huh. Ah, that's it. You can have them. Yeah. For 80 cents on the dollar. That's strange. And then the get Belichick that. stuff, which I still can't get over with from yep. Monday night. Uh, you still feeling okay? Feel fine. I can't believe he was out coached, and that was his game plan. He really and then, was. And then the, more of the story, we get more of the story that his plan was to play both quarterbacks, but then nobody on the offense knew that was the deal. Nobody knew. And it, it doesn't make any sense why you would do that. When mm-hmm. is, when is the musical chairs worked that you were going to do that? And if the guy wasn't 100% YZ in there, and then he comes out and he falls on his face, and then you put Zappy in, but then Mac was taking all the snaps over the weekend in practice. Right. He butchered that. Mm-hmm. Butchered it. Again, go with the hot hand. It's a what-have-you-done-for-me-lately sport. Now, I, you can also point out about they're, they're great sports fans, but sometimes they're over the top. Boy, they've really turned on Mac Jones, though. I mean, what was it, two series? Zappy, zappy, zappy? Chanting the After whole what he did last nuts. year? He had a great yeah. season. Again, he was going to win the Offensive Rookie of the Year till Chase came on late. Mm-hmm. So, And again, they made the playoffs before it went south against Buffalo. But I, I, how he handled that was was terrible. Yep. No communication. And now what he's doing with the media, he's not going to – come on, you got to yeah. communicate, Bill. Here's Belichick. He doesn't like hypothetical questions. And uh, whether or not if Mac Jones is going to be the starter if he's healthy. Uh, again, th- that's a hypothetical question. So let's let's see, you know, where that is and what that is. Hey, Bill, was Mac Jones healthy enough to play the entire game last night? Yeah. Well, that that didn't happen. So that's another hypothetical question. <laughs> it's actually not a hypothetical no, question. No. It's not. Yeah. You can't you can't answer it like that. No. So, I mean, you're, nobody's ever going to figure it out. I can't imagine covering this guy for 20 years. Oh, I know. He's got to be pulling Combat your hair out. Pay. Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Yep. But, that, yeah, that's, again, what, what I got into a little bit with Adam Chernoff yesterday. Everyone can have a difference of opinion. But 20 years ago, they would have laughed at you if you said stick with the Brady kid and not Bledsoe. Of course. I'm not saying Zappy's on that level, but right. you give him a chance. All right, basketball season is tipped off. It did so last week, and uh, as did the basketball promotions on Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook. Bet Rivers is the place to go for the latest odds, lines, and unique promotions. Like their weekly same game parlays, place three or more same game parlays each week to receive a free $10 basketball bet during October and November. Go to betrivers.com or download the Bet Rivers app today. It's a whole new game. Paulie runs down all the betting action from last night with Win Some, Lose Some coming up next. And. We will dive into odds to make or miss the college football playoff. An undefeated team is currently plus 220 to make, and I think they can get in with one loss. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation and a whole lot more? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. 
$20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money, spelled K-A-L-S-H-I, and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance, and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. All season long, Bet Rivers, your go to book, all football related content. Check out betrivers.com or download the app for the latest odds, promotions, player props, and more. Unbelievable house specials. Cheer on your favorite teams and favorite players with Bet Rivers. It's a whole new game. He does a great job with us and with Bet Rivers. Uh, always read him at vcin.com. The great Nigel Seeley on a nice heater in the Premier League at Seeley underscore Nigel on Twitter. And he joins us to go over the car a day early as uh, he has to go to Portugal tomorrow. Hopefully they don't have a sober zone there as uh, he'll be <laughs> hanging out. And then he'll be going to the World Cup in uh, less than a month. All right, my friend, uh, you've been riding this uh, with, with Fulham with overs. But now you want to take Fulham just on the side. But, uh, take Take it away, please. Good morning, guys. How are you doing well? Yeah, off to Portugal tomorrow. Not fast. It's got about a two-hour, 40-minute flight. So, uh, and it's nice. It's nice weather. It's about sort of uh, 23 degrees, which is 24 degrees, which is quite nice, quite pleasant. So, yeah, looking forward to that. We're doing some content on the Portuguese Masters Golf, which is on the DP World Tour, which is which is good fun. But uh, let's get back to the Premier League. Yeah, we're on a good run. Uh, last 10 picks here on Beeson. Nine winners, one loser. The only yep. one that let us down was last week when... We went with Manchester City to win to nil against Brighton, and Brighton scored, which was uh, very disappointing for us. But we were on a real good run at the moment, and obviously you can follow all the picks on the uh, on the Visa website. Where I've got my column every every weekend there. So let's start with that Fulham match. Um, Fulham have been the over kings this season in the Premier League, over two and a half goals, twelve games in the Premier League this season, and eleven of them have cashed over two and a half goals in the Premier League for Fulham. The thing is, when you bet overs, you need both teams to contribute, in my opinion. You know, you you, you want both sides to score. The reason I'm probably not going for overs, they, I wouldn't wouldn't put anybody off going the overs in this game, but I feel that Everton might not contribute to the scoring. Mm. Uh, if you look at Fulham's record this season at home, they played six Premier League games at home. They scored in every single one of them, and they've scored two or more in five of those six games. Now, that's enough to beat Everton for me, so if they can continue that run of scoring two a game, we don't need Everton con- to contribute, and I think plus 135 is the wrong price. Fulham have really excited me this season. I think they've been a breath of fresh air in the Premier League. They were amongst the bookies' favourites to be relegated 
but they're going to finish in the top half pretty easily. They're a very good young side. They've got a fantastic goal scorer in Mitrovic, and they have a very good manager in Marco Silva, a manager who knows the Premier League very well because he was the manager at Everton. So this is a big, big game for the manager. He wants to prove against his former club that his new club can beat them, and I think they will. On the flip side to that, Everton have the wor- had the worst road record in the Premier League last season. They only won two matches and lost 13, which was equal as that of Norwich, uh, who finished bottom in the Premier League. They, those two sides were equal worst road side in the Premier League. They've they had a terrible road record, and they're continuing that this season. They've played six games on the road and only won one match. Uh, they're showing signs of a little bit of revival, Everton, but at plus 135, Fulham are being massively underrated by the bookies. Uh, they're a good side, and they're being priced up, or the odds makers are making them a seem that look like they're going to be relegation fodder when in fact they could be pushing for a Europa League place. Okay, so you've obviously had a great handle on that team over recent weeks. The same can be said about your current feel for Chelsea. How are you approaching their match this week against Brighton? Uh, You have pegged them to a T going back, I want to say, at least the last two, three matches here on the show. Well, I think they've got a great chance, and they they brought in a brilliant manager. Graham Potter is an exceptional coach in the Premier League. Really, really, really good coach. I never thought that he may, uh, I thought he might take him a t- bit of time to do well at Chelsea, but he's come in and he's done a brilliant job. Uh, he's unbeaten in charge of the at Chelsea. I think they've played nine games and they've won six and drawn three. Uh, he has, hasn't lost in those nine games. He's shored up the defence, which was leaky uh, before he came along. Very much unlike Chelsea. They changed the manager, uh, the goalkeeper, which was a, which was a bold decision. They've gone back with Kepper as the goalkeeper, who's been absolutely sensational. And Chelsea look a real good side. Now, the other reason why I like Chelsea is that they've already qualified for the Champions League knockout stages, and it's really important in the Champions League to qualify as group winners because then you have an easier last sixteen tie. Chelsea are already group winners with one game to spare; they can't get caught. So that takes the foot off the gas. And now with the World Cup coming up in what, in a month now, the Premier League stops on November the 14th. Chelsea will want to go all out and put everything they can in the Premier League to keep it competitive when they come back for the World Cup. Currently, they're in about fourth position in the Premier League, but they want to put the pressure on Arsenal. They want to keep the pressure on Manchester City. And I think you'll see Chelsea have a good run to make this title not over uh, when they come back from the World Cup. So it's very important for them. They can rest players for the Champions League because they don't need it. They've won the group. It's all done. So I like that. The fact that Chelsea manager Graham Potter came from Brighton. He was the Brighton manager. That's a big, big interest. That's the news story of this match. Since Potter went to Chelsea, Chelsea haven't lost a game. Since Potter left Brighton, Brighton haven't won a game. They've drawn two and lost three. Such is the influence of the man. So I really, really liked it. I went back through some statistics on it. I looked at the game in total. Brighton have never, ever beaten Chelsea in a league fixture. And the last time Brighton beat Chelsea was way back in 1933 when Bing Bing Crosby was number one in the in the Billboard charts. So there you go. So I'm dreaming of a Chelsea victory. Yeah, very good. A plus there, my friend. Excellent. Uh, these are all Saturday again. Look at Fulham, Chelsea, and how about Crystal Palace? Yeah, I like Crystal Palace. I mentioned Crystal Palace um, as a team to follow when I was over at uh, Circuit, given the. Premier League preview and the, and the panel show there. And the reason why I thought Crystal Palace were a team to get with this season is because of their home form. Their home form is sensational. And if you can remember, I said that um, they only lost four games at home in the Premier League last season, and the four of them were against really good sides. I think they got beat by Chelsea, Liverpool, um, I, can't remember, I think Manchester City, and no, no, they drew in Manchester City. I think it was Tottenham, but it was a top Manchester United or something. It was a top, top uh, side. They, and the one thing about Crystal Palace is they always beat teams at home in or around them. And they've started off this Premier League season in exactly the same form as what they did last year. Uh, they played, I think they've played five at home. They've lost one, uh, sorry, lost two, which was against Arsenal and Chelsea. They've beaten Villa, Leeds, uh, and they've beaten another Wolves as well. And they drew with Brentford. So when you look at the teams in or around them in the league table, Villa, Leeds, Wolves, they beat them comfortably. When you look at the teams that they've been underdog and they've been uh, the, the, uh, they've been favourites and you would expect them to lose, they they get beat. Mm. That's what Palace do very very well. That's why they'll never get involved in a relegation battle because they beat the teams in or around them. And I think they play a Southampton side that I'm not convinced by this season. Uh, they they played all right last week against Arsenal with a one one draw. Arsenal looked a bit tired in that game. Southampton got a draw, um, but they haven't been great. They've only won one in their last seven. I think they're a side that will be nearer the bottom of the Premier League table than mid-table. I think Palace will come good. 
And the one thing that Palace will, will always have is a fantastic atmosphere down there at Selhurst Park. It really is a great place to watch football. Probably the best atmosphere of any club in London, I think, when it's rocking down there. Very small, old-fashioned ground, but the fans are passionate. The ultra fans behind the ground, behind the goal, just really, really get it going. And I think that they'll beat Southampton. So I'm going to go for Crystal Palace at minus 110 to beat Southampton. Anything in uh, Champions or Europa that uh, might stand out or any leans? Well, I looked at the Champions League today, and I think it's a really, really, really tough card. Um, the one thing we noticed last night from the Champions League is that we, we're getting into a funny season where some teams have got nothing to play for. They've already been relegated. Some teams need to win. And the, and the trend last night was goals. If you look at some of the matches, there was a lot, a lot of goals. Uh, I have a small lean for Porto away at Bruges. I think Bruges are top in the group, but they're not a very good side. It's an early kickoff, so that will kick off, I think, around about uh, 9.45 in the morning your time. Um, I think that that, to me, looks... If I was going to go with anybody, I would go for Porto. But I would probably like the, the draw no bet or Porto on the the handicap off zero start. So I, I like that. The game where I would expect goals, I think there will be goals in the game between Ajax and Liverpool. I think both sides are very open at the moment. Liverpool can't defend. Liverpool have a terrible road record. If you're looking for goals there, I expect goals there. And I also expect goals in Eintracht Frankfurt and Marseille. I think that could possibly be a, a both teams to score. Those two groups, Tottenham against Tottenham play Sporting Lisbon and Eintracht Frankfurt play Marseille. And those two matches are the real key matches of this evening because those groups, all four of those teams can qualify. So they are going to be really, really feisty affairs. So if you can get any props on uh, a red card mm. or bookings over in those matches, that's oh. Tottenham v Sporting, Eintracht Frankfurt, Marseille. I would probably play those to give you some interest because a lot of these games are totally irrelevant. There's not, not much to play for. Some of them are, some of them aren't. But um, I think that one that, that's sort of the angle I would come up. But last night, so many goals. Maybe do a little parlay, both teams to score. Uh, on a few picks, uh, but the one I would include in that would be definitely um, the Marseille game when they play nine-track Frankfurt. Two attacking sides who like to play football in the right way. All right, mate. Best goals. of luck this week. Enjoy Portugal. Thank you very much. Take care. Yeah, be good. Thank you. And now it's time for our pro tip of the hour, available for subscribers only at vcin.com per Josh Applebaum. Uh, about 20 minutes ago when monitoring ticket counts on short lines, remember to factor in money line percentage along with the spread percentage to get the full picture. That was a pro tip of the hour. We do one every single hour on VEASAN across every show, so that means at least 20 every day. And they're available for VEASAN Pro subscribers only at VEASAN.com, where you can sort them by sport and by show. Up next, Mattress Mac stands to win $76 million if the Astros win the World Series. Frank B. is a professional sports better and helps Matt get down. Frank will take us through the entire process of this year's promotion coming up next. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Frank B. coming up. Get everything VSIN has to offer for the rest of the football season for only $99. Sign up now. Get VSIN Pro all the way through the Super Bowl. That's the Pro Picks daily recap of the top plays made by every host and guest, the exclusive betting splits, the deep dive daily betting reports, NBA, NHL, MLB. In the upcoming college basketball season, vcin.com slash subscribe. $99 midseason special today, vcin.com slash subscribe. Always love talking to our next guest. Uh, it's been a minute since he's been on the show, but he's been a professional at this stuff for a long, long time. One of the most respected guys in the entire racket. Frank B. joins the program now. Good morning, Frank. How are you today? Hey, good morning, guys. Good to talk to you today. You bet. You bet. So let's kick this. Uh, you're going to join us for two segments here. We're going to teasers coming up in about 15 minutes. But let's begin with uh, Mattress Mac, the lovable furniture owner, store owner, from, uh, and much more than that, in the Houston area, who stands to win $76 million if the Astros win the World Series. You're helping him get down his bets, or you did throughout the entire season, to be in this position so take us through the entire process and give us all the details that we need to know. Okay, well, you know, this year was really because Mac did all the work earlier in the season. 
you know, uh, looked, looked for all the good prices. He went and put the bets in place, and the Astros kept moving along. So uh, what, it, what at first was a, a real overhead, you know, doing 76 million, that's a lot, it's way more than any other, more than double than any other season that we've, we've done. And uh, uh, now it's kind of caught up to where we're achieving is achieving a, a degree of balance. But Mac did all the work earlier. There wasn't a lot of maintenance to do uh, during the season. Right now, just decision-making on uh, how you want to balance them. Very similar to a bookmaker booking an event. You know, it gets real heavy on one side. How do you balance action? How do you tweak it? How do you, uh, uh, if you're overexposed, you adjust the line. In Mac's case, you just adjust the promo. The, the promo stopped Monday night? And the promo was spend three thousand, uh, get double your money back. Yeah, like I said, he just tweaks the promo as time goes on. And uh, you know, for a while it was double your money back. I believe it was then it was one x. Um, you know, he's done things with store credit and whatever. But yeah, we talked Monday and decided okay. that uh, you know, Monday or Tuesday, Tuesday had to. Uh, put a halt to it because he was just getting uh, people were just waiting too long. They wanted to, you know, virtually a sure thing because at this point, you know, the last couple of days that he ran it, the players had an edge versus his cost, you know, <laughs> the last couple of days. And, you know, that's fine. If that's what he wants to do, that's the way, you know, what he sort of wants to pay uh, to achieve uh, the desired balance. But uh, he's fine with being a little heavy on the Astros, wants the roots of the Astros, wants everybody to win. So, uh, yeah, he's in a, he's happy with the spot he's in, and uh, you know, looking forward to the series. Think about the run here, the fortunate run, guys, for Mattress Mac, and he, you know he's very well off anyway. But to get involved with the Astros, and then this team, they've been loaded, uh, and they, they have not gone away, and they just keep get, getting better every single year. Frank, I mean, he's been doing this since I think what 2017, and here you go, they make it this far yet again this season. Yeah, there. I mean, like he's, you know, he has relationships with uh, a lot of the players on the team. He considers them kind of a family, and you know, you know how Mac is regarded in Houston. Mm-hmm. So it's something that everybody rallies around down there, and uh, so these promotions are very well received. You know, even basketball, the NCAA one was well received, and you know what we're working on right now. I, I, I really think it's going to be a good one. Is the World Cup? So as soon as the, as soon as the series is over, it's going to run a promotion involving the World Cup, and that's going to be just a different kind of participation for the community because he's going to, what he's going to offer is uh, the customers are going to get Mexico and the United States. And you have to determine exactly how far they would have to advance to, you know, get your stuff for free. But uh, it's going to be a fun one. World, World Cup, I'm looking forward to a lot. So okay. I'm going to have to pay attention to, uh, to that Nigel guy and what he says. <laughs> the, the, the first time we met you, you and Anthony Curtis were a little bit upset about what was going on here in Nevada about not taking big future bets on the Astros. And then you hear you had no problem getting down huge, huge bets on $3 million, million-dollar bets on futures with the Astros. Does that Was that also surprising to you, or does it play into the fact that he doesn't have a good track record doing this as well? Great businessman, but a lot of these bets and these hedges have lost at sportsbooks. Right, and you know, you know, we repeat over and over again. These are uh, insurance. This is insurance replacement for insurance, and the vast majority of the time, we want these bets to lose just as much as the sports books do, because he would win more on the furniture side of it. And like I said, we're trying to strike a balance. Uh-huh. So uh, initially, this was it. Just was foreign to the sports books, you know, in Nevada, and a little bit to the ones that were just starting up around the country too. You know, they're like, "Why do you want to do what?" Uh, so, yeah, it was tough in Nevada, um, but things have come around. You know, companies now are sort of, uh, you know, Caesars is everywhere. Like, by the way, Caesars sure can take a punch. Right. <laughs> you know, they took that Kansas, that, the Kansas position last year um, and took it like a champ and, you know, came right back and let them uh, do pretty much what he wanted with the Astros. And they, they have the biggest liability on the Astros now, too. So, Things have slowly changed, and Matt's responsible for that. You know, just keep the, he's a good negotiator. And, uh, you know, once they got over the fact that these are not bets that they have to fear, these are we, – we have a reason for making these bets. He has a reason for making these bets, and it's not the typical thing that they have to be concerned with, like some AP getting, getting over on them. Just – it is what it is. Hey, we're willing to give you a double-digit advantage on this future bet. You want it? And, uh, you know mm-hmm. – 
they're coming around to uh, accepting them now. And again, like you said, they booked some winners over the over the last couple of years. Let's follow the money here on Vsin, the Sports Betting Network. Professional better Frank B is our guest, uh, helping out with the entire promotion for Mattress Mac. Paulie and I have said since like 2017, like. Uh, other business owners across the country should be copying what uh, Madras Mac is doing. Here, here's the blueprint. Here's what he's been doing for the last five or six years. It's been laid out for you. Go ahead and do the same exact thing. It's so it is. It is insurance, or it's kind of like a hedge. What is your overall philosophy on hedging? And, and I will throw this example at you with the World Series. And we talked about it a little bit earlier. David Purdom tweeted this out from ESPN yesterday. The Colorado better Frank, who back in April placed a fifty dollars bet on the Astros to beat the Phillies in the World Series. At uh, 2,500 to 1 odds, told, uh, the, told him, quote, I'm not hedging. So he stands to win 125000 like I said. Um, what, what would you do here if you had this ticket? So at the $50 bet, it was made when? Back in April. Oh, back in April. Well, okay. So I, I was wondering if it was a mistake that and he bet it recently, and he might have to be a little concerned about them. Mm. Uh, giving them a hard time, and therefore he was doing a little advanced damage control by putting it out there. But if he made it early in the season, I mean, it's 50 bucks. It's up to you. Whatever your comfort level mm-hmm. is, if you want to lock in, you can lock in quite a bit if you wanted to. Uh, I think most people would. Um, you know, just like uh, like Paul, hey, on, on Monday night, uh, you're uh-huh. down to whatever, 300, yep. and your theoretical EV for that entry is about 20K. So that, that, that's basically how far ahead you are. You, you, that, your entry is worth 20000 You can afford to make a little hedge, go take the bears plus the points and, uh, you know, recoup your uh, entry fees or maybe get lucky and scoop, you know, and, and, and continue forward. Did you, did you make a bet? Uh, in play I did, yes. Not pre-flop, though. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, I mean, just, like you said, it's, most of the stuff is just what is your uh, – you know, how does it fit your bankroll? Mm-hmm. What's your uh, tolerance? What, what, what's, are you going to be devastated if, you know, you don't get anything out of it? You know, max position is different. It's a, it's a complete disaster if the Astros win and you don't cover it. If you just gamble. Right, like, right. Yeah. Why, why are you making these bets with double-digit disadvantages? Why don't you just roll with it? It's like it's easy for you to say with all that money. You know, this is life-changing stuff. In the case of the guy, 50 to win what, 125K? That's up to him. Yeah. Sure. Uh, and most, most people would probably hedge. Well, good example, Frank. I also had a partner, though, too. So that played into it as well. Right. But uh, good, good point, though, Well, Frank. that's exactly right. So, Frank, you love playing in Survivor. Yeah. Uh, you got bounced like I did in, well, in Circa with the Browns earlier this year against the Jets. But, like, what would your approach have been going into that game on Monday night? And, it, you know, you had a chance, by the way, to grab the Bears. It was perfect. Six plus six at halftime if yep. you wanted to. Yep. And then what would your approach be if you were down to like 125 and you had an entry this week? Well, uh, listen, full disclosure, I, I, I'd have, not only did I lose in week two, and that was, that was a rough one. At least, you know, hey, Mitch, at least it was a historic loss. It wasn't just some run the Browns. But I, I, I'm pretty sure I'd have been out two more times. Me too. So, yeah, so it's, it, 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 it's easy to take now uh, considering what's happened. Um, but, uh, you know, what would I do going forward? Um, you know, everybody's little chart is different, you know, what they have left, what they're going to do, but it's proven to be a pretty good strategy to try to stay off the most popular picks. It's something we've been harping on for yeah. our, a couple of years. It's, uh, you know, uh, pick, you know, pick scarcity, you know, mm-hmm. you don't want to be on the top picks every week because eventually you're going to go down with everybody else. You got to, do, you know, dodge bullets. You got to be like Neil. You got to dodge bullets. Yep. Okay, so hang tight. Uh, we're talking to Frank B., professional better. You can follow him on Twitter. He is at Ty's Win, one of the most respected guys in the entire business, been doing this for a long, long time. This will tell you, Frank was there when Stanford Wong's sports betting book was getting published. What is that now, 20 years ago now? Um, they eventually turned into what is known as uh, Wong Teasers, and Frank told us he nearly has a panic attack when teasers are discussed in 2022 People have gone too teaser happy because it's always screwed up, uh, including us. We get it wrong. And he will tell you why people do it too often, what they do uh, to screw it up, and how they need to adjust. He'll explain why discipline is necessary coming up when it's uh, your turn to bet teasers here on Follow the Money. It's VSIN, the sports betting network.
There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is Follow the Money on VSIN. Get a $10 free bet when you sign up for First Bet VSIN's horse racing app, the code HORSE200. Get the $10, put in HORSE200, the 100% match on the first deposit up to $200. Wagering on more than 300 tracks, AI-assisted picks. Easiest way to bet on your favorite sport. Details, vsa.com slash horses. Sign up now. The legend in Philly, Howard Eskin, WIP, never had a bad day in his life. And he joins us now. It, I, the atmosphere was unbelievable going back to the first home game against the Braves, the Hoskins home run. They've set a merchandise sales record there, beating the 2016 Cubs in baseball. Is it possible, Howard, the Phillies are more popular than the Eagles right now? Oh, no. Oh, he dropped off. I thought it was oh, a good question. After, after that tremendous setup. God. I oh, a lot of work boy. He was telling we're, a great story during the break. We're on, we're on the sailboat, and uh, <laughs> everything just collapsed. <laughs> oh, man. how We're cruising along. Uh, it's a beautiful day outside, and all of a sudden, everything just gets ripped right off the boat. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Technology, man. You got to love it. Yeah. Howard, you there? My man. Yeah, okay. So here's, here's where you made the mistake. Oh. Here's why it probably collapsed. When you mentioned Doc Rivers, okay, first of all, <laughs> to me, to me, it's Glenn Rivers. There's only one Doc in Philadelphia, and that's Julius Erb. Okay, right. Uh, okay, that's Glenn Rivers is not a good coach. Uh, he's he is the all time. He's a really nice guy. Sure, but he's a fraud as a coach. Yeah, fraud as a coach. <laughs> just, I, I wouldn't be surprised if he doesn't last the year, but and I would really, really be surprised if he's the coach for the Sixers next year. So when you mentioned Doc Rivers, it all fell apart. Yeah. Because well, okay. he's Glenn Rivers, and he's not a good coach. So he, you understand that now. He, well, I understand. Oh, absolutely. He's either the favorite or the co-favorite to be the first coach fired. The horrible start so far. Could he be gone by Christmas? Um, 
I would say he could be gone by the new year, which is only a week after Christmas. You know, you, you don't fight. You don't fire guys for Christmas. You know, you let them have a good Christmas, and then you blow them up. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Could be. And you know what? And the guy that's going to blow them up, the president general manager, Daryl Morey, should go along with them. I mean, it's just, it's amazing. Uh, The con job, the money. Morey's making $12 million. Glenn Rivers is making $8 million a year. And it's, it's, I mean, they're stealing money. They are stealing money. It's just, what has Daryl Morey ever done? So but both of them, hey, if, if, if Philadelphia gets a, a late Christmas present, they'll get rid of both of them and move forward. So, uh, Howard, I, I thought things were going well in Philly. Eagles are one of the best teams in football. <laughs> Phillies are playing with the World Series. Oh, man. Yeah, but the thing is, that's why the Sixers are getting a break. Because with everything else going on, they're kind of in the background. Totally in the background, uh, so you know, people people don't realize they're they're still the same team as they were before. They're they're the same team they were before. Uh, they're no different. They got PJ Tucker and they got uh, some pieces, but it, it's just I, I just can't see them being any better than what they were before. Joel Embiid always comes into the season out of shape. He's re- he's a really good player, but he always comes in the season out of shape. It's always like I got to be better. Uh, and it's just not – I don't care what he scores. He scored 40 points, and they got blown up by one of the worst teams in basketball mm. or was a Saturday in San Antonio. It's ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. Are the, are the Phillies more popular than the Eagles right now? I mean, I mentioned they set the merchandise sales record. Yeah, but that's easy because people, uh, are, they have that emotion, and they want things uh, – I mean, I went to – I stopped by their, their fan store – and it's called the New Era Store at the ballpark yesterday. Had to pick up some things for people. It was amazing. The street was just packed with cars. And the store was buzzing. It, it's just, it's amazing. And that's understandable. People want to support their team. But to answer the question, football is still the sport, uh, this sport in America. And in Philadelphia, that's why they're they're not playing the Eagles are not playing at the same time as the Phillies. Baseball was smart. Now, they set it up, obviously, before the schedule may have been already set up. But the Eagles play a Thursday night game next week. That's a day off in the World Series. Uh, last week, the Eagles were off one. They had their bye week, and that was lucky. But you just don't want to go against mm-hmm. the Eagles. The Eagles are still the most popular team in town at the moment. Right now, this second, people are going to say because the Phillies fans, they're so excited, and the people in Philadelphia are excited, and they're in the World Series. But uh, I'll give you an example, and this goes way back. When the Phillies, the last time they won a World Series, which was 2008, not one game ratings were better than the Eagles until they got, and you may not remember this, there mm-hmm. was a three-inning game. Right. They had a lot of rain right. okay, against Tampa. Mm-hmm. The three-inning game had better ratings than an Eagles regular season game, but that counted as a game. Outside of that, every other game did not pass an Eagles regular season game in television ratings, mm-hmm. which is now, again, that's a long time ago, mm-hmm. but it's still the same dynamic with a really good football team. If It'd be interesting well, it, it, it's not going to happen. If the Eagles and the Phillies played at the same time, you know, the in the World Series, I, it would be really close. It would still be really close. So to answer your question, I okay. think the Eagles are still the most popular, but not as we speak right now because the Phillies are in the World Series. So, so how, I mean, yep, okay, Howard, both of us here, we think this continues with the Eagles. We think they're going to be the one seed, unless something catastrophic happens. We love the... The schedule, first of all, we love the personnel. I think Sirianni's doing a great job. Uh, does this continue with the Phillies in the World Series, this improbable march to get here and what they had to go through? Uh, but now, I mean, they have Wheeler at the front end along with Nola, who can be a little up and down, but that's a great one, too. And then this lineup, I mean, how do you approach Hoskins and Harper right now? Well, uh, you approach them with better pitching than, and smarter in your decision-making. Mm-hmm. You, know, you really, hey, Bryce Harper, hit a gigantic home run. But Bryce Harper should not have even faced that pitcher. Right. If Bob right. Melvin did the right thing, Hayter should have been in there. 
Yep. I mean, just because he has to go two innings, hadn't pitched in the whole series, in the entire series. He, he hadn't pitched for a week. So he has to be, even Rob Thompson yesterday said he was, he's happy, but he was surprised that Hader didn't come in to pitch to Harper. And that home run would not have happened with Hader as the pitcher. Just would not have happened because Hader has been so unhittable. So the manager helped. Their manager helped the situation, and then the pitcher throws him a fastball, and Harper was just waiting for a fastball. I mean, I know he throws – he's got a really good fastball. You don't throw him a fastball there. You just – you still have – and, and I, it wouldn't even been a problem. It was a 2-2 count. It wouldn't even been a problem if he walked him because then you got uh, Castellanos coming up. There's just so many things that, that happen, but it, those things are what happened in baseball, and it made that home run – you know, storybook stuff for forever as long as Harper's here. And there's been big home runs and big hits by Phillies in the past. But this now, right now, is is the biggest the way people see it. But when you look at the Phillies lineup, here's the here, – I'm going to break it down like this. You talk about the Phillies pitching. Houston's pitching. I don't think – they had 18 pitchers that went at least 10 innings. None of them have an ERA over four. Their starters' ERAs are all under three. I believe they're all under three. Their starting pitching is really good, but nobody gives Houston credit because it's Houston, and we don't focus on that team. When you're in, it's a weird time zone, and you usually don't. It's crazy when you, when Colorado played the Phillies back in 2007. Nobody gave Colorado any credit yet they got to the World Series because they were in that weird. It's only a one-hour difference, and, and for whatever reason, those games usually don't make TV during the season. So when you look at it, Houston's good, and then they, you know, the cheating thing, which is disgraceful. So you know they're down on Houston, but their pitchers, their starters are, are really good. Their bullpen's really good. Their defense is terrific, and they don't swing and miss. They don't strike out. They put the ball in play, which is the which is baseball, what's lost in baseball, this analytics nonsense where strikeouts don't make any difference. In the first game against the Yankees, they only had 11 swings and misses. That's, I mean, I can't even imagine that in a game. And in the second game, I think they only struck out twice. So when you look at the lineups, do they have a player as good as Harper? No. Uh, their other players are really good. And then they came back, you know, you got to give this team credit. They they went down on a home run and then they came back against the Yankees in Yankee Stadium. I mean that's that team is just really really good. Now that's why the line and that's why mm-hmm. they're almost a two to one favorite in the series. Can the Phillies win? Sure they can win, but you can beat somebody. But Houston is the best team in baseball, even though the Dodgers had the best record. Uh, the Houston is really really good. So yeah, they can win and they have pitching. But boy, when you look at Houston, you say, my gosh, they're really good. They have to win. They have to win one out of two in Houston. That's what gotcha. I Great job, Howard. Thanks for popping on. Take care. Go. Good luck, Eagles. You got it. There it is. Howard asking Thanks, WIP. Uh, up, yeah. up next, week nine numbers in the NFL. Uh, power ratings sound a little wacky next week. This is Follow the Money on VSIN. Basketball season tipped off last week, so all the basketball promotions on Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook. It's the place to go for the latest odds, lines, and promotions, great house specials, and the weekly same game parlays. Place three or more same game parlays each week to receive a free $10 basketball free bet during October and November. Go to betrivers.com. And download the app today at Bet Rivers. It's a whole new game. No bias. You will respect my authority. No pulled punches. Your wife cheated on you because you lost sight of who you are as a man, as a husband. No agenda. There is no fear in this dojo. This is no hyperbole. This is the best part of the week. Here's the maestro, Mike Baum. All right, here we go. Number five, the Sins of St. Nick on Saturday, October 15th. Six-ranked Tennessee hosted third-ranked Alabama in front of 101,000 lunatics at General Neyland Stadium in Knoxville. Tennessee led 28-10 in the second quarter before Alabama, Alabama rallied to take a 49-42 lead with just under eight minutes to go. The Vols tied it at 49 with three and a half minutes remaining. 
Alabama drove to the Tennessee 32 with 34 seconds left. Tennessee with all three timeouts remaining. Bryce Young threw an incomplete pass on on first down. Tennessee used a defensive timeout for alignment on second down. Then Bryce Young threw an incomplete pass on second down and an incomplete pass on third down, leaving fourth and 10 with 20 seconds remaining. Real Reichard then missed a 50-yard field goal, leaving the Volunteers with 15 seconds and two timeouts. Hendon Hooker completed an 18-yard pass to midfield. Timeout, nine seconds to go. Then he found Brew McCoy for 27 yards to the tied 23-yard line. Timeout, two seconds to go. Chase McGrath nails a 40-yard field goal, and the Volunteers upset the tied 52-49. Here's the question. How does Nick Saban not run the ball on second and third down? Hooker had already thrown for over 340 yards on just 29 pass attempts before the final drive. Alabama's field goal attempt has to either be the last play of the game or it has to occur with Tennessee having no timeouts left. Seven national titles don't get you a free pass here, Coach Saban. Number four, Dino the Dinosaur. Last Saturday's matchup between the two undefeateds, number 14 Syracuse and number five Clemson in South Carolina, sadly may have been the game of the week. The Orange led 21-10 at half and also after three quarters before the Tigers rallied in the fourth. Clemson led 24-21 when Syracuse stopped them on third down at the Orange 27, forcing fourth and two. That's when it took Syracuse head coach Dino Babers 25 seconds to decide to use his final timeout. The clock ticked down from 158 to 133. BT Potter hit a 44-yard field goal to give Clemson a 27-21 lead. Syracuse did drive to the Clemson 30 with 23 seconds left before Garrett Schrader was picked off by R.J. Mickens at the 15-yard line, ending the game. One can only wonder how it would have played out if they would have had 48 seconds to work with at the 30-yard line. In his Monday press conference, Babers immediately addressed the clock management issue. I'm going to start with uh, the 25 seconds, okay? There was a mistake on our part. It's been handled internally. It was a 25-second mistake. And uh, based off of how we do things, I feel like it's corrected and that will not happen or should not happen again. But uh, no doubt there was a 25 second mistake on the clock and uh, that was bad. Yes, coach, it was bad. And handled internally? Who ultimately is responsible for deciding when you call timeouts? Isn't it you? And if it wasn't you, has it been changed away from you or to you? This isn't the first clock management issue during Baber's tenure at Syracuse and we are all sure it won't be the last. Number three, offensive, or I should I say offensive guru. The Arizona Cardinals face their NFC West division foe, Seattle Seahawks in Seattle on Sunday, October 16th. What a get right spot for Kyler Murray and the Cardinal offense. The Seahawks had just given up 45 points to Jared Goff and the Lions and 39 points to Andy Dalton and the Saints. Their previous three opponents had rolled up 1400 yards of offense. On the opening drive, Matt Amendola hit a 23-yard field goal to give the Cardinals the lead. That would be their only offensive score of the day as they lost 19-9 to the Seahawks. Were Murray and the Cardinals stonewalled by Bozo the Carroll? Of course not. They actually outgained and outpossessed the Seahawks. What happened? Well, our hero Cliff Kingsbury refused to kick any more field goals. Tied 3-3 at the end of the first quarter, he passed on a 38-yard field goal to go on fourth and four. Trailing 9-3 early in the third quarter, he passed on a 45-yard field goal to go on fourth and two. And trailing 19-9 with 10 minutes to go in the game, he passed on a 41-yard field goal that would have made it a one-possession game. Of course, they couldn't convert for fourth and two as Kyler Murray was sacked for a 12-yard loss. I wonder if Bill Bidwill realizes that Kingsbury isn't even the best NFL head coach on his staff. That would be Vance Joseph. How many straight weeks can Kingsbury make this list? Anthony Lynn, watch out. <laughs> Number two, don't be like Mike. Steelers took on the Dolphins on Sunday night football in Miami, leading 16-10 to 10, midway through the third quarter. Dolphins head coach Mike McDaniel opted not to kick a 30-yard field goal to give his team a two-score lead. Instead, he handed the ball off to Chase Edmonds for no gain on fourth and three. That decision loomed large as the Dolphins would punt on their final five possessions. The Steelers actually had two opportunities to win the game in the final four minutes with a touchdown, but both times Kenny Pickett was intercepted deep in Dolphin territory. So why didn't McDaniel take the three points to make it a two-possession game? 
He said after the game, quote, I think at that moment I had some faith in the players that regardless you do it and you don't convert, it's a bad decision because you have points. It would have been a two-score game. I take full responsibility, and luckily we were able to come up with a win. Beyond the horrific decision to go for it, how about the play call? Edwards has been their least reliable offensive weapon. Raheem Mostert has been by far the better back. And then you have Edwards line up right next to Tua in the shotgun. Why not throw the ball? You've got plenty of weapons you added to Tua's arsenal. A bad decision, but a worse play call. And number one, what Browns can be done to you. It was a bizarre sequence of events in the closing minutes of the game in Baltimore Sunday between the Browns and the Ravens. The Browns trailed 23-20 with 2.09 remaining. They lined up to kick a a 55-yard field goal. The Ravens jumped off sides. Flags were thrown, whistles were blown. This would shorten the attempt to 50 yards. But after a long huddle by referee Sean Smith's crew, a false start was called against Browns guard Michael Dunn. Replays don't show any movement by Dunn or any member of the Browns offensive line. Now the Browns face 4th and 10 at the Ravens 42. Undaunted, Kevin Stefanski sends York out there to try a 60-yard field goal. The attempt was tipped and went way left. The ball hits the ground with 2.06 remaining on the clock. At 2.04, Ravens players can be seen rushing on the field to celebrate. And yet the clock operator in Baltimore let the clock run down to 1.59, underneath the two-minute warning. The Ravens got the ball, ran three times, and punted. The Browns got the ball back on their own 20 with only 16 seconds remaining. If the clock had stopped correctly outside of the two-minute warning, the Browns would have had 56 seconds left. Of course, as my dad used to say, if things were different, they wouldn't be the same. The bigger point here is that clock operators work with little to no scrutiny. It's amazing how many times during games that a clock should be running as it isn't, and in this case, shouldn't have been running and was. Coaches should be allowed to challenge mistakes of the clock, and referees should be held accountable for making sure the clock is running or not running at appropriate times, not just whether it's on the last play of the game. And that is no hyperbole. There you go. Great job as always. Okay, so we've gotten a little bit carried away here, you think? It's tipped in, in, you know, to one side. The teeter-totter here is all the way down compared to where it should be with the analytics and taking the points. I'll tell you, if you watch two coaches that take the points almost every time, it's Saban and Belichick. Remember in in the Super Bowl... Belichick kicking the field goal when they were down 28-3 to three and everybody said, how can you kick yeah. the field goal? Yep. And, they, and then they made their two-point conversion. They forced yep. overtime and they beat the Falcons. Saban took the points against Tennessee in that game. If he didn't take the points, he wouldn't even have been in a position to kick the field goal to win the game. Uh-huh. They take the points when they have them. And now it's just you go for, I mean, fourth and four. I mean, they, you, you look, it's a joke. They don't punt. They don't kick field goals. Everybody just thinks fourth and four is like fourth and an inch. In the Miami game against the Steelers, that was... Uh... Nothing's really automatic. That was a chip shot. 30 yards. They were on the 13. That's right. Fourth yeah. and three. Yeah. Fourth and three. Fourth and three. It's not fourth and an inch. Fourth and three. And then right. you hand the ball off six yards behind the line to a guy stationary standing right next to the quarterback on the same plane. Right. Not even your best <laughs> yeah, running back. Yeah. 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 Uh, Don't move yeah. to it. Don't do anything like that. And, I, you know, I, I'm not going to beat a dead horse with this. That's my biggest problem with this. I'm okay going for it, but I don't trust any teams really outside of the Chiefs, the Bills, and maybe right. a couple of. What are you right? running? Yeah. That's garbage. That's yeah. awful play calling. Yeah. yeah. It's it's very bad. You but, need to be a little bit. You need to work on that stuff. Yeah. It's not just like, hey, I guess we're gonna run Edmonds right now and uh, see what we can get. Why? It's a throwaway play. You're settling for a stupid play call. Right. You're you're an eight point four. Why wouldn't you go up to two scores there? It's it's amazing. Yeah. I was listening to you talk about that line in Miami uh, and Chicago. Right. At three and a half. I think that's a little bit of an overreaction. Sure. I think it's. Well, look what they're laying a, at Detroit though. How Detroit's about the awful. other? How about the other one? How is Minnesota only two and a half when they were three at Miami? Yep. Yep. You're telling me me Washington's better than Miami? Yep. 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 That, and I don't get the Arizona number either. Open four at home to Seattle? Someone wants to weigh in on shocking TV deaths. I'm looking forward to this. Oh, this would be great. Generational. And uh, (laughs) advice for betting the World Series as well, who you like between the Phillies and Astros coming up here and follow the money.
There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. <laughs> 